Hey, you're listening to Be Your Best with Phil Haugen, where we explain the methods that help bridge the language barrier between horse and rider. Our goal with each episode is to provide you with the training philosophies that will help you to be your best every day. Hey everybody, this is Phil Haugen. Thanks for joining us for this week's segment of Be Your Best Horsemanship. This week we're going to be talking about some of the changes that are going on in our world and some things that probably we all need to be thinking about. I'm recording this on the 2nd of April and this will probably air next week. But, you know, Right now, my business, like a lot of your businesses, have changed and, and our lives have changed. And and there's going to be some of these changes that are probably going to go on for a while. A um, lot of uncertainty. Um, I think one word that resonates with me a lot during this time is, is the word indefinitely. Because when they say, you know, such and such is suspended you know, for an indefinite amount of time, it makes you start making us wonder and question ourselves. Okay, when when are when is life going to get back to normal? And and you know, quite frankly, I'm not sure it ever is going to be normal again. Um, I do know one thing: just from what everything that's happened, we're probably going to be living in a lot cleaner world. Because uh, uh, I wish I would have bought stocks in Lysol and Clorox wipes prior to this event happening because the people that did are going to, uh, you know, benefit financially, um, substantially. So, but, you know, just getting back to, instead of talking about coronavirus and COVID-19 and all that, like everybody's doing all day, every day, I've started to look at a lot of things with my business that, that will change or possibly be changed um, to some degree for a long time. And, and I know just like with my training business, um, I've been very blessed for the past, you know, number of years to have a waiting list of horses coming in at the start of each year. And I'm really blessed because I've got a full barn full of training horses. Um, but at the same time, while I'm working them horses each day, I'm, I'm wondering, okay, what, what's my customer base going to be like, you know, six months or a year from now? I mean, how are, how are my customers going to be affected? And it takes me back to a time, you know, 20 years ago when, when I was a starving horse trainer and every set of horses, I wondered if there was going to be another set coming behind them. And, you know, luckily... I've survived some other downturns in the economy and really and truly the only reason I've done that I think is because I've always had the attitude that no matter what happens I'm going to show up and do my work and now more than ever I think it's a very very important time that we continue to have that attitude and to you know every day get up clean up get ready and get to work. And, and I think it's a time that it's very important that we, even if we aren't in business, we, we prepare like we are in business. And it's just like with the horsemanship part of it, I've noticed 
Yeah, I'm going to give you the the uh, the cons first, and then the pros second. Well, the cons for me right now was you know starting in March, basically from March, April, May, and the first part of June, every weekend was filled with clinics that were full. And to be real honest with you, this is the first year, first time in my career that I had clinics that for that stretch of time and that were that full um, with registered participants. And, you know, of course, I was really looking forward to that because I love the teaching part of my business and helping people get better and seeing people get better and seeing them, seeing it benefit them, not only financially, but but also mentally and emotionally. Well, you know, that's pretty much been jerked. The rug's been jerked out from under me on that deal, and I'm taking a butt kicking. I mean, we had spent a lot of money in preparing for these clinics. We had spent a lot of money in marketing them. Um, we'd spent a lot of time and money and in, in getting prepared and making travel arrangements. And, you know, every one of my flights I had to cancel. Um, and, of course, they don't send you that money back. They they want to keep it. They'll give you a credit. Well, <laughs> I mean, I hope it's better in the next year. I got to use those credits in a year. And right now I think most I think uh, my brother told me yesterday that in the Bismarck Airport, which is not a hub by no means, but he's, I think there was 45 actual people go through the airport yesterday, you know, and that was one of the places I was going to be flying into this weekend to do a clinic, you know, so I mean, big changes. I mean, changes that none of us could have ever imagined. I mean, if you imagine this could happen, then you are in a world of your own. I mean, and you're a very, very forward thinking slash negative thinking person. So, you know, but I tell you the, the things that I've learned from this, because um, like I said, I know a lot of people are getting hit financially and me included. I mean, I'm taking a big hit. Um, thankfully, I do. I am diverse enough that, uh, you know, I've never quit taking customer horses and I've always kept um, a pretty full schedule of training horses even with my clinics. Um, while I'm doing my clinics it takes me longer to get a month of riding on a horse um, than it does on a normal month where I'm home all the time but which that's changed you know this set of horses I thought I would have to have them a month or two longer to get all my rides in for the amount of time that they want uh, the amount of training that the customers wanted on them. But, you know, that part of it's been good. I noticed uh, just me personally, when I go out there to, to ride and to work my Colts, um, uh, number one, I have a new appreciation for them. I have a new appreciation for my customers and I've always appreciated my customers. But when you go through something like this, I think it changes that. Um, you know, the next thing is because of basically our self-quarantine situation, I think rather than thinking about how hectic my schedule was going to be, now with the additional time, I think my horses are probably really benefiting from that. And I feel like uh, 
I feel like I've got as good a set of horses as I've had in a while that are that I have in training. And I and I think some of that, you know, I mean, you learn, you know, there there's lessons to be learned from every tough situation. And I think, you know, one of the lessons I've personally learned is that, you know, sometimes it it doesn't hurt to have a little bit of a wake up call that tells you, you know what, slow down a little bit and and make sure, make sure they're they're understanding exactly what you're asking of them. And, you know, that's one thing I've, I've probably learned from this situation is that, you know, maybe I... I think it's going to benefit my customers and my horses if if I do be a little bit more aware of that, which which I always try to remind myself of that anyway. But this has just been another, uh, you know, this has been a situation that's made me even more aware of it. I think now is a time to get ready. I think it's a time to go to work, do your work, get prepared. Um, horses are an asset They can be an asset or a liability, but now is a time where a lot of people probably have a little more time. Now is the time to get ready. Life will go back to moving. I mean, that's a guarantee. We're not a country that's set up to where we can sit still for three or four months. That, that I just don't believe that's going to happen. You know, this is a this is a temporary slowdown or stoppage and we will get back to rolling and we will, we have bought ourselves some time so that we can deal with, with, uh, you know, some of, some of the emergencies that, that come up with this situation. So um, I think from a horsemanship perspective, now is a great time to progress yourself and progress your horse. And I know, I know there's going to be people that have this thought that say, you know what, I've got bigger things to worry about right now. And I, and I totally get that. I totally get that. I do too. But at the same time, the way our brains work is that idle times, the devil's workshop, meaning if you sit and think about something like this too much, you can basically think yourself into depression. And when you go to doing something and get your body moving and get your mind thinking about other things, it's going to help you mentally. I mean, I know it does me during the day while I'm working my horses. I don't spend one minute worrying about this situation or thinking about it. I'm just out doing my job. And now in the evenings or in the mornings, you know, we might talk about it. Um, of course, a lot of what we're doing is planning, um, planning what we're going to do moving forward. We're trying to be proactive, not reactive. We're trying to figure out what we can do for our customers to help them. Um, the first thing I can do is is do my job, do my job and make these this set of horses that goes home to these customers, you know, is, I'm going to try to make them as good as they've ever had. And, you know, that's something that I can do. I mean, so so they get they can either get the horse home and enjoy it or they've got a very valuable asset. You know, the, I don't think. You know, there's a segment of the horse market that's going to be affected by this. 
the good horses won't be affected by it much. Um, when you have quality, quality always holds its value. Quality will always hold its value. Um, is the demand going to be as great? I, you know, I don't know. I don't know, but there will still be demand. Um, you know, I've been trying to think of ways that we can add value to our customers and help them, even if it's just a little bit through these times, even if it's just by making this podcast, which I don't make any, like I've said before, I, it costs me money to put these podcasts out each week. I don't make anything from it. But at the same time, if if it can help one person, I feel like it's worth it. You know, so even if this is all I do, that even if I say one thing that might help you a little bit, um, because everything I'm telling you is is based off of my experiences and what I'm going through, because, um, you know, it's like yesterday. Good friend of mine stopped by. I hadn't seen him in a long time. I did some dentistry work on couple of his horses. We stayed, never shook hands. We stayed six feet apart. I mean, it's just a weird time. Um, we have tried to keep from having uh, much social interaction. Um, I haven't started my pickup in like 10 days, but my wife's been to town and she's, you know, goes and gets essentials, groceries. I mean, we're sure not starving, you know, so that part of it is, has changed. Um, you know, just to, I, th I think we're going to find out we probably end up doing some things different. Um, you know, my clinics that I've rescheduled, some of them have been canceled and won't get rescheduled. The ones we have rescheduled, we're going to implement um, some protocol that uh, limits the chance of any exposure. And, you know, hopefully you have, when you're around people, you're around people that aren't exposed. And so the everything you do is overkill. I mean, it's hopefully everything we do to keep ourselves safe and everybody else is is uh, overkill. And, and we don't need to be doing it. But by doing it, hopefully that eliminates any any chance of, you know, contracting the coronavirus from somebody that has been exposed. And so. Uh, not all bad things. I mean, maybe we needed to be a little cleaner. I mean, there's places I go that I wish, you know, were a little cleaner. Um, so, you know, I think there's some good things going to come from this. I do think this is a time where basically it's like we've been um, in the horse industry and I've taken some pretty good punches through the years in different situations. And this is one of them times you either lay there on the ground in the fetal position and take a kick to the guts or, or get up and get going, put one foot in front of the other, keep moving. I do think there's going to be a ton of opportunities for those people that are taking this time to prepare and get ready. I know uh, my son Wade's home from college. He basically, they left for spring break and they told him don't come back and it's his senior year. Um, you know, they don't know if and when they'll have any graduation ceremony. I mean, he, uh, you know, it, it's, a, it's a weird time for them. Um, but like I told him the other day, 
we've also been given this opportunity to be, we had planned when he got home in the middle of May to to practice and rope and, and get ourselves more prepared. And, you know, now that basically got moved up two months. Um, it kind of reminds me of a time back when, um, when finances were really tight for us. And um, when I entered somewhere, you know, I, I needed to make sure I had that entry fee money in my pocket. And then the other thing was I needed to win something somehow, somewhere. And like I told him the other day, we're going to go at our roping a little bit different in our practice and we're going to work at it harder and we're going to get our horses in better shape and have them more prepared because when we do leave the driveway, um, there's going to be more of an urgency to come back with more money in our pocket than we left than it's been for a while. You know, um, that, that just changes. I mean, when things are going pretty good, you know, we're just kind of, you know, go have a good time. You don't worry about it. Well, you know, that may be, that may be a little different, especially, especially for him, but for me too, um, cause there's a lot of uncertainty with my business, you know, hopefully, hopefully I've done a good enough job for the last, you know, three, almost four decades that I can keep a customer base. Um, hopefully my customers have done a good job with their business and they're going to survive for, for Wade, you know, entering the workforce right now. Um, like I told him the other day, this might be the best experience you ever have in your life when it comes to business, because you, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure some things out that prior to this, um, we took for granted. I mean, I'm kind of glad that both, uh, of my kids are seeing this because it, uh, it gives you a new outlook on, uh, on life and what could possibly happen. Cause who would have ever dreamed that this could happen and we could just literally be shut down as a country, you know, but here again, it's temporary. It's not going to last forever. Um, and that's what you got to tell yourself or that's what I've got to tell myself. Um, so from, from the horsemanship standpoint, you know, I'm still going to have a lot of clinics um, they're going to be, my schedule is going to be different for sure. There's going to be a lot more clinics in the summer than, than I had planned on. Um, everybody's schedule is going to change. I do know this, anybody that I, any of my customers that I provide services for, I'm going to make sure they get their money's worth and a whole lot more because I understand the value of a dollar and I understand the value of a dollar even more now than I probably did, or I probably appreciate the value of a dollar more now than I did a month ago. Um, like I said, a month ago, I'm, I'm setting up all my travel plans and my schedule for the next three months. Cause you know, I was going to basically be working seven days a week for a little over three months and looking forward to it. But at the same time, you know, I'm, you know, thinking, well, I really don't, I'm not that crazy about airports, even when times are good. And, you know, there's places I was going to have to fly that I wasn't looking forward to. And 
I promise you, like I told my brother yesterday, I'll be so happy the next time I get to fly somewhere, sit in the back of the plane next to the next to the uh, bathroom and, instead of whining about it um, when it's when it's safe to do that. You know, so there's there's little things you uh, you used to dread that now don't don't look so bad to us. You know, I. I know with my personal horses and my training horses, I am, I'm thinking about what can I do to, to separate them from other horses out there? What can I do to make them better? What can I do to make them um, more valuable either to the, to the customer or to a potential buyer? And you know, I think it's I think it's just a time to understand that even if even if your business is on hold now temporarily, um, your life's on hold temporarily. Get up, put one foot in front of the other, and get to doing something, get better at something. Um, we've got an opportunity here to separate ourselves um, from the competition down the road. You know. It a lot of times when you hear talk to listen to athletes or businessmen that are very successful, they'll say what you do today is what's going to pay off six months down the road or at some point down the road. Well, sometimes when things are like this, when we get into a situation like this, we think, well, there's no sense doing anything today because right we don't know what's going to happen down the road well prepare yourself prepare your horse work on yourself work on your horsemanship better yourself so that down the road you're ready or when this opens back up you're ready um i got an email yesterday from the prca saying they're going to start trying to start back rodeo on the end of may first part of june um, you think those guys that make a living with their rope or make a living with their bronc saddle, you think those guys aren't getting ready mentally and physically? Uh, I bet they are. I bet they are. I bet when that, I bet when the season starts back, I bet it is, you know, a den of wolves. I bet those guys are going to be hungry. They're going to have a different attitude. And they are going to be ready because I promise you those guys, the ones I'm thinking about, they're home practicing, they're home working, they're getting in shape, they're getting ready. Um, and if you're one of them guys that's not, you, be, you better get started or you're going you're gonna to be giving you're going to be giving your money to them. Um, so, you know, it, it's all in perspective. It's all how you look at it. Um, tough times, no doubt tough times, but tough times make tough people. And we're tough people. People that are listening to this, you're tough people. I know you are. Um, I know what you've been through. I know what it takes to be successful in this business. It's hard work, showing up early, staying late. Um, you know, my sister and I were talking this morning, my sister and her daughter and her daughter's daughter, my great niece, have been here for a couple weeks, 
Um, they got here kind of when this thing started to blow up and now they've, um, been through, uh, of all times, my great niece, she gets an ear infection and ends up in children's hospital in Oklahoma city. And, and that was a semi, you know, nightmare, especially for my niece. She's stuck over there for four days. Can't have any visitors. You know, she doesn't know if she's being exposed to the COVID-19. I mean, it's, it was a stressful time. But, you know, uh, like we were talking this morning, it's, it's, such, a, it's such a time of uh, reevaluation and it's such a time of um, thinking about perspective and, and what's important and what makes you happy. And, you know, going forward, in a lot of ways, you're going to be better for this. In a lot of ways, you're going to be a better horseman. You're going to be a better horsewoman. And maybe not because of your practices with your horses, but just because of your thought pro process and how you look at things and your attitude towards things and your appreciation towards things. You know, I know this. Every time I walk to my barn, I appreciate horses. And I've always loved horses. I mean, my whole life, all I've ever wanted to be was you know, around horses, whether in using horses, whether it's training, competing. Um, uh, I've, I've always loved horses and I've always wanted to be around them. But man, when I walk out to that barn full of horses now, I really appreciate them. And thing about horses, they're going to keep coming. You know, there's going to be a lot of colts born this year. People are going to have to do something with them. The good ones are going to hold their value and be a valuable asset. Um, now's a time that you can increase the value of yourself and your, and your assets. Um, and when this dust clears and it will, they'll, they'll, they'll start. I don't think things are going to get turned loose all at once, but there's going to be areas that start getting turned loose to where they can go back to somewhat normal life, which is going to be, there's going to be a new normal. There's no doubt. There's going to be a new normal. Um, but when that time comes, be ready. Don't be like, oh, crap, here we, we got to get back going again. Be ready. Be ready. Get up. Get ready. Get cleaned up. Put one foot in front of the other and go back to work. Go back to work. We've all got stuff to do. It doesn't cost anything to clean up. It doesn't cost anything to to go, you know, work on your horse, help your horsemanship. Um, you can do that on your own. Um, don't, don't. And, and then the other thing is too, I would tell everybody, look for opportunities. You know, there's going to be, because when you're looking for an opportunity, you, you're having your mind, your state of mind is in a different state than when you're looking at the bad things that are happening. You know, the more you keep your mind, you know, how we always talk about, the thinking side and the reacting side of the horse's brain. Well, now's the time we need to use the thinking side of our brain and, and think about opportunities that are coming up and opportunities that we can, we can take advantage of. So, you know, um, different times, um, interesting times for sure. Um, you know, I, uh, I know we all got to get back to work and we will, but do what you can now. Do what you can now to get ready. Work on yourself. Work on your horses. Get yourself ready because it will be time to go again soon.
Hey, I appreciate your time. I appreciate all your feedback. We've been getting a lot of great feedback from all our listeners. Um, follow us on all our social media platforms. Um, we've got some new stuff coming out that's going to help everybody here in the next month or so. So be watching for it. Um, have a great week of training. God bless. And as always, now more than ever, be your best. Take care. Hey, thanks for joining us on today's show. To learn more about the training program that inspired the Be Your Best podcast, head over to philhavenhorsemanship.com and join our online community by following us at philhavenhorsemanship on Facebook or Instagram. This is where we're going to be sharing tons of training tips and information about how you can experience our Training Through Understanding program at one of our upcoming clinics. As you go through the day today, I want to encourage you to figure out one thing you can do to get 1% better, whether that is in your horsemanship journey, your career, or your personal life. Own it and be your best. God bless and have a great day of training.